Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Hello, and welcome to another episode of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Artemarin, coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. What a day. What a day. What I don't want to be negative, but what a boring episode of Women Tell All. But you know what? Here's the thing. When, when Dr. Tana Banana and I plotted out this season and we, we literally blocked out who do we want for each episode, we thought we were giving these guests fantasy suites, okay? So I just want you to know I've overpromised, underdelivered on the actual episode. But the beauty of that is we get to hear their overall thoughts on the season. First up is a gentleman that you guys freaking love. He came on and you all went banana pants for him. You're like, give me more of this fellow. We love him. He is the host of Daily Zeitgeist on iHeart, also on iHeart. He is the host of 420 Day Fiance. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh, please. Asta banana for going banana pants. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. I'm, you know, fantasy suites are not. Yes. That's fine because I would have liked to, you know, obviously we were nasty, perverted people. So the sex episode would have been great fodder. But I'm also glad because last time I was here, we were talking about the cast and predicting all my shit was wrong. Uh, so I'm glad this is a good like pit stop to sort of recap how off I was. Too. All of your shit except no, I all your shit except for one, because I feel like you guys. OK, well, let's bring out. We're going to bring out. Yes. We're going to bring out your your partner in crime. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a woman who cannot stop. Like every time I read something that's like top 10 podcast. Last time she was here, Vulture picked it. Uh, I feel like three days ago I was looking at the New York Times. Excuse me. Excuse me. The New York Times. She's an actress. She's a comedian. And she is the host of the aforementioned podcast that the New York Times and Vulture are going crazy for called Scam Goddess. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Lacey Mosley. Hey. 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 I am. I have, I share the same sentiment as Miles. I have so many opinions about this cast, so it's okay that we're not gonna get the sexuals. Um, yeah, <laughs> we can guess what happens. We could. We can guess Truly. what happens. Yes. And to your point, Arden, I think you were talking about we both picked Brie, right, Miles? We got one hanging on. Wait, Katie, do you see? No, my top three is all fucked up. I had we- Maggie. And Chelsea and like Illy, uh, my my top three was all, the only ones I got right were villains. I think mine didn't place. Katie also with us. We have Doctor Anna Tana Banana and Katie Levine. Katie, can you read to us our picks? Here's what you guys got right because when you guys were on, I believe you were, or maybe it wasn't. You guys didn't do draft picks, did you? I think you did the first episode, and you were talking about how uh, Lacey. You were talking about how. You did get one thing right, which was that Rachel, you didn't trust her and that she – you said she was a scammer because she mirrored she mirrored what Matt did opening night. Mm-hmm. And you you called it out. You called out her mirroring. Am I correct? 
I believe so. I, there was always something about Rachel that felt a little off to me. Um, it wasn't a surprise that she turned out to be Lady Antebellum. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Auntie Bellum. Gosh. Auntie Bellum to you. Auntie Bellum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, did, uh, you, you knew it, though. You knew the first night that she. Yeah, we were both picking up on that because I think it was the it was right after the prayer thing, which is when I was like, right. oh, she's just mirroring back the prayer thing. I forgot and then, that. Then we have scam. Uh, connoisseur herself just fully give let us know why that is but yeah it was we knew we knew okay so wait miles who did you have again for your top ones i don't know i I wrote down so many names but none of them are even in these episodes anymore so it was like i thought i had maggie chelsea and iliana at one point were my top oh yeah iliana she was the she was the lady she was i believe the mom with a a lot of the 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 food the vegan food person yeah and then uh, I think I we had Katie had Brie. Katie, did you have Brie? Is that right? I had a woman that never. I don't think she even spoke on the first night. Yeah, we and all had like- Cassandra on there, and she never said one oh, word yeah, and was right. cut. Miles, you did do drafts. Yours were um, yes, I'm right. Cassandra, Maggie, and Ileana. That's what it was. But then I had Brie as number one. So you're Damn. you might maybe you won. You're in it. Yeah. I had, I believe I had Maggie. Am I right? You, did. My, you had Cassandra, Maggie, and Anna. Oh, God. Age 12. This is before we knew who Matt was. If yeah. I had known Matt was a Republican, Mitt right. Romney, cape, caper, <laughs> simper for Mitt Romney, I, I think I, I don't know. Maybe I still would have had trouble. <laughs> but I, mean, I think, so, yeah, I would have oh. had a filter. Siri, which one of these people had been to an antebellum party? <laughs> And I feel like a few of them might have popped up. We only got one, but I feel like there was a few villains that who knows? Who knows? So here we are at the Women Tell All. And the first thing we need to point out is that out walks Chris Harrison. And underneath in like Chiron, it says filmed February 4th, 2021. (laughs) Full panic. Miles. (laughs) I see your face. Full panic. Nonsense. Yeah, they're like, don't worry, don't worry, be cool, we're cool. Like, don't worry, we got rid of him. He's he's in a timeout right now, hiding somewhere in Calabasas. This is pre-racism. This is before he did the racism yeah. to y'all. Okay, chill out, chill out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah This is even it. before uh, 2018 when it oh. was cool to dress like that. <laughs> like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> it's, it's just so transparent to the panic uh, on the network where it's like, wow, like, it's nothing like seeing a panicked network realize how bad they fucked up. Yeah, I see Anna nodding her head. I agree. I knew that I, the second I saw film then over uh, Chris Harrison's face, I was like, mm-hmm. it was almost like the graphics version of what he did on Rachel Lindsay's podcast. You know what I mean? They're like, don't worry, don't worry, chill it, chill out. It was, it was everything's <laughs> fine. Remember, we all loved him. It was February fourth, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Before racism. Before, before racism. racism. Oh, before racism. Bad, is are... it a bad look on March 1st or was it a bad look on February <laughs> 4th, 2021? <laughs> it was a long time ago, Arden. You have to be fair. It know? was a it was a long time ago. I also noticed so all the gals were there, but not really. They didn't have Sarah wasn't there, who was such a huge part of the season early on. Um who oh well, that's not Sarah didn't want to come back. I feel like they called Sarah. If they called Heather's ass, who sat in the back and did absolutely nothing, yes, then they called Sarah. And Sarah was like, right. I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like 
There was also a rumor that came out after she left, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, so I'm not trying to like spread gossip, but there was okay. a rumor that she had a boyfriend when she went on. Was that – Anna, do you remember that? Oh, that's right. There was things that she'd been with a guy and then left him and then basically went back to the guy afterward. So I fear she might have been called out on that. But like if, uh, you're, yeah. if, if you're hot and 22, I mean – that yeah. tracks that you might be. You're not responsible with other people's emotions if you're hot and 22. Are you fucking also, kidding? Also, you just have a boyfriend on retainer, like a lawyer. Like, yeah, yeah I'm not a boyfriend. He ain't my man, though. He's <laughs> like, he's there. You know, you got men when you're 22. You just got men lying around. What you mean? Yeah. We if, oh, we're against the ex smash suddenly. Right. I mean, you know. <laughs> when you're 22, you got boyfriends like you got hair ties. Like you walk in the room, you be like, "Oh, there it was." The whole right. time you just pick it up, go back to where you left off. Right. It's fine. Did it, it a also little did dust it, on it? Just blow the dust blow off. It off. Good. Right, right back Somebody also found that she she was dating. Who did she date last oh, year? She had previously was seen with G Easy. That's right. <laughs> okay. Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Right. So she was out here, out here. Look, yeah. some of these women were just too good for Matt. And I feel like it turned a corner where they were like, mm, I don't actually need this. You know, I got enough TV time. I'm good. Right. And that happened to Matt a lot, which is why I thought the rose ceremony before the tell all that we just saw was so funny because Matt was holding them three roses. Obviously, there's only three <laughs> women left. And before he gave him the rose, he said, all right, now look here. God damn it. Yes. If you take this rose, that means you're going to be with me. Nobody else can leave. Don't take a rose if you don't leave. You got your backpack. Don't take a rose with you, okay? Because these roses are for bitches who love me. <laughs> you're right. He did say, I want you to think long and hard. Right. But you're right. It was a threat because Kit, and as I remember, Lacey, you texted us. You texted us on our thread at like, you know, 11.30 p.m. a couple Monday nights ago. It was like, did she really just say, I'm Cynthia Relly's daughter, I'm leaving? Like, <laughs> <laughs> when, Kit, when Kit Barrel rolled out of there, it, it basically was like, um, I, I got, you know, I'm Cynthia Relly's daughter. I, I got to go. Right. I just feel like this was probably a bad experience for Kit because she's used to luxury. So she was probably in that Pennsylvania bachelor manager like mansion like, so the floors are heated? And the toilet is a I was I was aware like when 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 she's hanging out, I was aware. I was like, oh, she's been hang like she's had access to it is, it's that gossip girl level. Of, like this is definitely like, okay, just be cool, like just act normal. Like this is this is definitely probably not like a hang that she's had before. <laughs> right. I don't think I ever saw her have any like outward uh, like real expressions of joy like she would smile and get happy but like these other girls would be out here yipping and ee and ooh yeah. and she would be like well I guess Mm-mm. this is fine we're eating what who could be right. <laughs> she's and like then- oh this was frozen shrimp <laughs> so this isn't beluga caviar is what you're telling oh, okay. me yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> last night, and we can go through everybody, but last night overall, I felt like the main takeaway for me was there were dates that we didn't see. Mm-hmm. I felt like they let Victoria off the hook pretty easily. Gross. Okay, let's talk about that. So they yeah. talk about – they're talking about all the mean girls. And the, so they sort of have like the Katie, Victoria, mean girl situation. And – Victoria was a pretty aggressive mean girl in the house. I mean, oh, she was yeah. 
and it was it, a toxic dump site. Yeah. Just emanating levels of toxicity that were illegal to be around. I found her entertaining for like a quarter of an yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. I found her entertaining for like one episode. Mm-hmm. And then when it got so mean, um, it it just felt – I was surprised that they – they almost felt afraid to bring her up to the hot. Like she did all, everybody else in that audience got brought up to go sit with Chris Harrison. Like of she was sort of the most talked about woman there. And like they didn't pull her aside to I felt like she was let off the hook. Did you feel that way? Yes. Like, Miles. No, I'm just, uh, that's my answer, yes. And then Lacey, you say what you got to say. I just thought it was criminally irresponsible. Like you can't this. And it was really viscerally frustrating to me as a black woman, because I cannot tell you how many times a white woman has threw a rock at me and hit her hand or cried or acted like she was too drunk to understand. I've had two white women on two separate occasions slap me in my face. Wow. And then pretended to be drunk or cried so I couldn't stomp them out like they deserve. And so I don't like that. Like you do a bunch of crazy stuff and you're awful and then you get up there. And she kept repeating this phrase that I was like, oh, chap. The phrase was, you know, we're all just doing our best. Yes. Best. You need to jump in the volcano. Quit. Quit. <laughs> like, what, what, what? This is your best? You being horrible to people? And mm-mm, mm-mm. I agree. Oh. Uh, she definitely. So they were talking about she and Ryan. She was like, "It affects me." A bully, a bully that's cry. Like my friend who pointed my friend's ex husband used to cry a lot, and she. I, I've never been with a guy that cried a lot like that's. But she was saying she learned quickly that that's sort of the move of a bully. That a bully can cry a lot to sort of manipulate you. So she went up there and she's crying. She's like. It affects me. She's like, I, I was called a bully on TV. And then Ryan is like, okay, so you are a bully. And like you also – she's like, you know, my eye hurt. My bra strap hurts. Like I was called a whore. Like I was right. called – you call, literally called me a whore. Uh, and you're picking on everybody. So like it doesn't com- – there's a different level. You called me a whore. I'm a dancer. And, you know, you're a white lady whose bra strap is showing. It's not the same thing. It is. But, like, maybe you're just sensitive then. Have you thought about that? Maybe. And I was like, see, this is when Victoria's ass. The second she took, when she she started fucking with the Puerto Rican beauty queen, I was like, no, no, no. Oh, my God. She took the the crown crown. off. I said, I'm, I will lay hands on you. Like, this is Sunday service. Yeah. Traking my fucking crown. And then the, anyway. Aside from that, watching her go through all these motions, like to Lacey's point, this is a thing any like regardless of any situation or or, or what you're talking about, Arden, this whole thing of I will transgress to the point of I have to be held accountable. And then my defense will be to be emotional and say, I'm going through a lot is the thing as a way to avoid accountability. And I'm curious if. They actually put her in the hot seat and they didn't air what happened because they're like, man, we're already piling on with Chris. You know, like maybe we don't want to just have this be a white people beat up fest at the tell all. So we'll cut it down to like one part where she's sort of saying something out of contrition at the end of the episode to at least scratch that itch for the viewer. I'm because it like your to your point. Why would anybody who's a producer this show be like, no, we don't got to put a Victoria in the hot seat. We were all that's what we were waiting for. I actually agree with you. I bet they filmed it and then 
I bet you're right. I bet they were like, okay, okay, let's this too much. Let's just do a little bit of it at the end. And she's crying and a little sympathetic. So at first it's Victoria and Katie. She's like, um, I would like to add an apology. I was just trying to express myself. Um, and so Katie Katie was crying watching herself go. She's like, it's hard to rewatch it. Um, and Victoria said, you call me a bully. Name calling is unacceptable. We all do the best we can do, which was what Lacey was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Katie goes, well, I'm ready to move on. But backlash is your karma. Um, and then Chelsea defended Chelsea said it's not all karma. Um, and then, uh, so then Chelsea and Katie start fighting. Chelsea says, What did I do in the house? And Katie says, You were friends with the women in the house. Um, and then Chelsea said, It wasn't toxic until you made it toxic mm. when you went to Matt. And then, um, Somebody called Katie fake as hell and everybody was mad at Katie and then Serena was mad at Katie and um, she goes, "What you wanted to go light a fire and start a fire. So that was – there was a lot of Katie, Katie drama happening. They're all punks. All yeah. that Katie drama just showed me that one, y'all are a pack of idiots and two, you're weak as hell. I'm weak sorry. I was so disappointed in Chelsea when she yes. started going in on Katie. I said, hold the, hold the phone, sistering. You're black and you're telling me you've never met a Victoria before? That kind of shit is violence. That kind of shit ends people's lives. I couldn't even laugh at Victoria's shit because I was like, you are a nightmare human being. I thought maybe she got the villain at it, but then when she doubled down and started gaslighting people live on television, I was like, oh, she is this person. And this is not okay. And Chelsea came caping for her. I was like, Chelsea, boo, boo, yeah. boo, scram. Yeah. I was out here. I was watching Chelsea, and I thought, I really get the feeling that each woman is assigned a producer, and it's almost like a boxing match. And they're like, basically, the the prize is to get airtime so that they're relevant enough to get picked for Paradise, which is like mm-hmm. the real golden ticket to like becoming an influencer, right? So I get the feeling that somebody's like, okay, Chelsea, like, this is your window. So you just got to get in there. Like, like, just whatever your angle is and just don't back down. That was Anna. What did I saw you? Uh, raise yeah, your hand a second was like ago. paradise. Uh, but also I want to say when Mari <laughs> was like, when Mari was like, well, you literally one day hated Sarah and then you talked to her and learned about her and the next day you were okay with her. And she's like, yeah, I learned called growth yeah, like, that's out of control what do you even know that's fake that? that's yeah. fake yeah it's like oh, mari was going hard God. for paradise too mari was going for yeah paradise. mari wanted that paradise spot two things one yes. i just to finish my thought on the katie situation it really felt like if you saw a bunch of like village people antagonizing the fire department like why are you always at fires mr fireman why are you always at the fire it seemed like every time you go somewhere it's a fire yeah that's my job to put out the fire like what is this it was weak as hell my other point is serena p really had the nerve talking as if she had ever met matt before serena <laughs> was an extra on this show every time they would roll the cameras they'd be like all right serena we're gonna have you cross frame and then go stand by those flowers like she wasn't a real contestant she never met matt she didn't even know him <laughs> like, what was amazing was when he came out and she was like um so like when you rewatched it like did you th- have the person that we presented to you or like you know the other stuff that you know like sometimes <laughs> girls will the be girls stuff. you yeah. know like like you know that stuff the levels of escaping accountability were just like cringy as fuck 
You know what I mean? Because the way they mischaracterized what Katie did, which was she was like, this is, I don't want to be a part of this. I think it's problematic to have all this shit going down. And then what people do is they like to mischaracterize somebody who's trying to seek accountability as a boat rock in the boat. Yes. Starting drama uh, or you're canceling whatever it is. It's like, no, no, no. You're obscuring what I'm saying. I didn't, this wasn't a domino effect. It was me calling this shit out and the awareness Maybe that it rippled out. That's the domino effect where it was like, now, hold on. Yeah, everybody's acting kind of fucked up here. And that's unacceptable rather than owning it. What they could have done, because the, the other shit, too, was like even MJ or no, it was Anna uh, or no, no, MJ and Yesenia. Like there are these moments where these people would do bad shit and then double down on it. And you're like, oh, oh don't do that because you're making it worse. And then Natch, it plays out. And you're like, they all look like shit now. Well, it was an interesting it was interesting watching all the women all of the women, including Mari, include like just attacking Katie in a way that was like, look, I understand that maybe she wasn't their favorite, but it, but it didn't really read that she thought she could do this to get closer to Matt. It it felt like she felt that these women were being very rude to the new women, and I don't know. It's uh, it was she yeah. got so attacked. Anna. It all stemmed from Anna spreading the rumor about Britney. Okay, so let's get to that. That's how it started. So here comes Britney. She comes out and uh, – oh, by the way, before we get to that, there had been a rumor online that Katie was made bachelorette at Women Tell All. Um I, my prediction, the way they were talking to her, they're like, are you ready to find love? She was like, I have a big personality, and I felt like he could accept it for once. I felt like this could – this. I felt like they gave it to her in that soundstage on February 4th, 2021. <laughs> I, I would be very curious for people who read the gossip – I bet they gave it to her of like, okay, we're going to have the truth teller, the, the woman who stands by what's right. We're giving it to her. And then after all this stuff has blown up with Chris Harrison, I think they're like, oh, like, yeah, no, like, let's just edit that down. Like, there was all these rumors that she was given the, what, do, Anna, do you think they gave it to her? Yeah, maybe because it felt like she was auditioning, which what, usually when they put you on that chair, it's like, show us what you got. Show how us how sad are you? <laughs> show us how you've like been Let's hurt by love, but yeah. that but you're still hopeful and yes. open to love. Yes, mm-hmm. and you just you're so you've always been so unlovable. Yes, you have to be unlovable. You have to believe no one can love you. <laughs> and so maybe they did, but then after that, they're like, "Oh, we can't bring a, a, a white woman in." No. Okay, so also Katie's such a sane adult. I don't know if she would make a great bachelorette. Like she seems like she's well well adjusted, seems normal, nice. Right. Yeah. I think they would be TV. hoping all the dates are just like her like pranking people with her date. And there'd, there'd be a lot of vibrator stuff. Like the equivalent <laughs> of like let's do the damn thing. Like they always do a slogan from one thing that's so she'd be like holding like a bouquet of vibrators you know instead of like (laughs) you know what i mean or cradling it like that would be her billboard with like a big rose dildo like a vibrator crown or something (laughs) yeah fantasy suite is just her and the vibrator (laughs) (laughs) there will be no fantasy suites this season i'm good i'm all taken care of don't worry so then okay so here comes britney in the hot seat and they're like, okay, there's this crazy rumor that you are a high-end escort. So she gets out of the car. 
And she's Anna's like, I know people who know her. She kept she said this during the season and she said it last night in the studio. Like, well, Chicago's a small town. Doubling down. Chicago is a small town. I've lived in Chicago. It's actually a really large city. It's a great town, great city. It's not that small of a town. So they're like, so then Brittany goes, I was called an escort on national TV. Um and then so Brittany was talking about herself. She's like, I showed up and it was hard watching back because I was that strong, confident, smiling girl. And then like 24 hours later, I I didn't – I felt defeated when I left. I didn't want to be around my family. It was hard to text my friends back. I didn't sign up to get bullied. And then Anna says – she was like, why didn't you call me since the show, Anna? And Anna said – Nothing I can say can justify it. It's awful. I'm so sorry. Everything I did was wrong. I am sorry. I think everything I did came from anger. And Mari was like, what was the goal? And she was like, I was insecure. I lashed out. I'm so sorry. I don't want to destroy people's lives. So anyway, basically, Brittany and Anna were like, all right, we've all messed up. I accept your apology. And that's where we're at. Lacey, what did you think of that? My favorite part of this was Brittany trying to toe the line of being an abdicator for sex workers, but also being like, you ruined my life by calling me a sex worker. And that's a very hard, almost impossible line to toe because basically you're saying like, look, her work is great. Sex working, I love it. Get it, girls. feminine power also please don't call me that it destroyed my life it depressed me i wouldn't even talk to my family which is it sis because <laughs> because if, if you support them and it's work then you can't really yeah. on the other hand be like you ruined my life by saying i did this job well, yeah i mean look y'all deplorables are cool okay i love y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't like the only thing you'd have to say is unfortunately society is at a place where that word carries a lot of weight mm-hmm, to it and has right. the potential for that for me, it doesn't make a difference. But unfortunately, I'm at the I'm at the other end of people with, that are very small minded and ignorant and still have negative connotations with sex work. And I'm on the receiving end of that. And I didn't appreciate that. But and yeah, for a bachelor contestant on your point, Miles, I'm going to say she did a pretty good job because she kept saying like, beloved she, she, to the let sex him know. Worker. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that was a huge take after that episode. It's like, well, what the? this is so regressive, like this whole idea of smearing sex work. It's like, but I, it's ABC. Okay. Yeah. We already saw with the, how the way they picked the bachelors, it's not, it's not mm-hmm. woke central. Um, but then you look at Anna, it's like, this is all coming together. She's the person who said she convinced a pilot to fucking let her fly a plane oh, for 15 minutes. Right. Good Imagine memory. what she would have done. She would have crashed that shit and be like, I'm sorry. I just wanted, to, I was just going through and I shouldn't oh have done God. that. She's a Gemini. She was a, Ge- she put, uh, she yes. was a Gemini in her profile. Yeah. We saw that shit right I- there. She was the captain of the cheerleading team in high school. Of course, she's pulling some shit like, oh, you think you're coming from my spot? Watch me engineer some high school type shit about the new girl, which is you're a hoe. And and I stay on my fucking spot. It was just so transparent. Memory miles. Look out of here. I was just pissed. Anna was so it was she was so transparently petty. It yeah. fucking pissed me off. Her and MJ both. I was like, y'all are fucking trash. Yeah, Dude. but if you stand next to Britney and you look like her, and no shade, because Anna's not a bad looking girl, but like if you standing next to Britney's Britney, fire. Britney, yeah, I mean, you go you're gonna have to stir up some rumors. Yeah. <laughs> How else do you fight that? You can I get it in a game. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're never gonna fight it. You're never gonna win. 
I, I, I heard she drowned a baby. Don't tell Matt that, but that's what I heard. She be drowning yeah. babies. You gotta fight. You gotta fight Republican and fight dirty and be like, well, I'm not gonna do it off the strength of the objective choice that people have. Right. So she, I'm to she, fuck around. she was not gonna win at like at, in that late. She was. I will say that's the first time I've actually seen somebody just apologize and not and not. But. Yeah, there was no but. Right. It was like, nope. I was trash. I did that. I was insecure. And I will say, I've never seen anybody do that and not add a butt. Like, I, I I kept waiting for it. I mean, the butt was sort of saying, like, but I did hear shit from but people. But I did hear shit because it's a small town. But I did. Know, you're right. Like, well, you're right. She did say that. She was like, because like, they were like, who? She's like, well, I did. It was your ex boyfriend. Right. It's right. like, what the fuck? What are you getting messier for now? Like, but whatever. Add that in. It was a small town. It's a small town, Miles. Yeah. Chicago. Just like, town. don't shoot the messenger, honey. I just post made it with the tea. That's right. all. I didn't make the tea. Okay. I just brought it to your door. Anna, <laughs> Anna, Katie, what did you think of the whole Brittany, Anna? Anna sucks. I did like Victoria being like, and it's like, where did you even get this info? It's like, you know, we just saw you footage of you reacting and laughing after she yeah, told you that, that, right? You like, you it. can stay seated. I don't know what needs you in here being like, and you know what? Actually, I'm curious where you even got this information. I know. She like, was, she's okay. also on the, on the side that's right. Yeah. Victoria. Also, <laughs> Victoria was on the apology tour like no other. I was like, get out of here. Katie Levine, how are you feeling today? What did you think of the show last night up till this part? Um, to be honest, I found it a bit boring the overall and everything. And this was, you know, like I, I, I don't know. They all just seemed like they had to rewatch it, and they were all just like, "We are completely trash people," and yeah. but they also like didn't wa- didn't fully want to admit that, um, right? But yeah, I mean, it was an interesting, you know, conversation here. And there. It's weird, you know, reckon with what they did. He had such a combo of really elegant class. Like you have like a Michelle, you have a Brie, you have a Canadian Serena. Like there's some very lovely, classy women, and then like, but when then the, 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 there's another pack like that has like the group mentality that was so mean together. So mean. Lacey, I see you leaning in. Yeah, I was just going to say that there were definitely – that's what was so shocking to me about this tell-all is how everyone just kept acting like the drama came out of nowhere. It's like y'all were all saying this awful stuff. Y'all were being mean to the new girls. Y'all were icing them out. You did all of these things. Like this drama didn't appear from anywhere. Y'all were awful. And they're like, well, you don't know until you're in the situation. I'm like, but you're always you. Like I did not to say that. The producer told me to say that, which is where it was going. <laughs> I did find the Serena, which the Serena, not Canadian Serena, but the Serena other. C. Yeah, I like her. Like it was like ah, you know, until you've been in it, you don't know. It was like it was. Yeah, she was okay. Fighting- it sounded like a January sixth insurrectionist, <laughs> right? Until you at the Capitol, you don't know we gonna break it. No, I mean we were all gassed up. up. You don't know until <laughs> the buffalo heads on your head. You don't know how it feels oh. to wear a buffalo head. Yeah. Um, um, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. The eagle has landed. Let's talk about Justenia for a second, because I know, Miles, you were saying right when we started that you wanted to, you owed an apology yeah, to Justenia. I, I did. I do. Oh, do you want me to just go? Yeah, go for <laughs> okay, it. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the beginning, Justenia were like, oh, she's beautiful. 
and she's got it. Her, her bio was great. And I'm like, but you know what? Jacenny's going to be one of these people that we forget. And we just see them at the ceremony. Like, oh, that's what Jacenny Yes. Yes. I love you. But she honestly was one of the most impressive cast members for me in like how she handled her shit and the way she was willing to fucking read people down to the ground. Um, and her like he- back and forth with MJ. Who yes. came to the tell-all equipped with that boy brow? I, I see you, girl, looking all right. Um, she looked good. Yeah, she that back and forth was such a great moment for me because it was this moment where this, you know, MJ she's she's done some dumb shit and just begins to double down. And rather than ha- taking a moment to say I was wrong, it's like okay, well we'll see, and I'm ready to fight because I'm damn sure not ready to say I'm sorry. Right. Uh, so and then. You pull up to somebody and try and match wits with Jasenia, who was just like, I'm sorry, you talk all this weak bitch energy you're trying to aim at me. But let me tell you something, weak bitches lie. Yes. And MJ, her head fell off because she got KO'd so bad verbally. I was like, yes, Jasenia. Yeah, I needed just- that shit. Justenia, even when they were on their two-on-one, like, she was so calm. And basically, I think she kind of knew they were both getting taken out, you know, or like, oh, no, she she got a rose. Yeah, she, she survived. So, the gauntlet. She was so calm because mm-hmm. she was like, no, like, you did this to your – there's cameras on you. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. I didn't do anything. Like, I'm just pointing out what I see. Anna. I will say, though, Justenia – I don't fuck with her because she came through and was like, you guys are so mean. You're being assholes. And then was just as fucking shitty when when Heather came through, called her like a bachelor hopper, said shit that like, I don't care if you're upset that she's here. Yeah, it sucked that she showed came through. It's random. But like you were just as much as an asshole. So it's like, how are you trying to act like, oh, wow, you're this truth speaker when it's like you're an asshole, too, dude. Like okay. you're just as much of an asshole. I see Lacey wanting to go. I disagree with you there, Tana. Um, just because, just because, yeah, she was an asshole, Heather. But Heather was annoying as shit. Like, where did you come from, girl? And go back in your Dodge minivan. What is this? <laughs> Yo, she had to go back in her van. That was my favorite. <laughs> that was so disrespectful when they was like, "All right, get back in the van. Get like, back in the van." She couldn't even get a chauffeur car like the rest of the girls when they get booted. They were like, "No, ma'am, your van is parked out front." We. Brought it- I don't even know what's more disrespectful: having to get back in the van or getting invited to the women's tell all getting edited so it's clear that you're there and not even getting a shot of your face they played her the bachelor nation the the whole show played her and i'm sure they did it to make fun of her however i didn't like that it took away from the time of us seeing him fall in love with these girls seeing him talk to people quite frankly I, I feel like this is season of The Bachelor. And I don't watch every season, but this one to me just gave like, does he know any of them? Like we're doing hometowns and have we yeah. seen him talk to these women multiple right. times? I feel like we've only seen all of them have one one-on-one. Every five minutes, Matt is canceling a cocktail party. You know, yeah. like, Matt, don't, Matt don't feel like coming out tonight, y'all. I'm like, Matt, this is a television <laughs> show. You can't yeah. be like, who all gonna be there when they text you to go to the cocktail party? You have to go. go. <laughs> I, I agree with That's you. That's how they do it. If they they know who they want they're not gonna show up right if i knew who i wanted to hang out with i'd be like send them home i know who i'm giving my room i'm so confused though like i feel so i feel confused at the end of the season it feels because you're also mad at matt too when you watch this shit so you're like kind of mad at everybody then and what how are you mad at matt just because he because he's canceling everything 
And it's just he's all over the place. He seems really inconsistent. There's times when like I sort of see the duplicity of having to be the bachelor or bachelorette where you actively have to lead people on to make the show. Well, him saying like, last night, I wish I'd gotten more time with you, Victoria, or whatever. Like like what I the felt hell was that? What he's was lying. that? We saw the video, Matt, of you and your golf buddies body shaming Victoria. And no, you didn't say anything, but you was over there, you was over there like hee ha ha You was having a good time. So Wait. don't act like you like Victoria. Victoria. Right. And he was also caping for Anna, too. What was, what was the golf video thing? So there's a video of Matt golfing and he's trying to sink a shot. And there are um, men in the video who should not be talking about anybody's body, honey. Look, I will never cape for Victoria. But the way these men, like one of them look like a thumb. Like, come on now. <laughs> and they were like, oh, if you miss this shot, you got to go get with Victoria. Oh, think about kissing Victoria. Like they were doing a lot. They were like talking about her body and being very okay. negative and laughing. And Matt was laughing along and the video was obviously posted. He must have consented to it because I'm sure uh. The Bachelor has a lot of parameters on what you can post. And there was like this backlash of like, oh, here's Matt dragging her. So I think he did that nice shit to Victoria to try to get himself out of the like right. big bad wolf, like, you know, fragile white woman caricature that had been. I, I know her heart. I couldn't. That's what he said. I, I know your heart. That's why he goes. That's what I tell every. I didn't know about that video because I'm like, wait, what is? Ha- why is he saying this? Like he's lying. Yeah, Anna, I know, you know their that- heart is like when you're defending someone who's been racist in public, yeah. right. and you're like, no, that's not them. I know their heart. No, Victoria's <laughs> heart is black. That's the only, right. <laughs> the only black thing she's black. ever loved. <laughs> I look. I hate to be the Joe Budden, but he clearly FaceTime with a publicist before this and said, "How do I deal with these angry women? Because they're gonna come for me." And they were like, "Just say." that you respect them and that you understand and you wish you could have spent more time with them and you totally see them for who they are. Because right. that was, the, the, everything he, he was saying was so media trained in the sense of, no, no, like, we should have had more time. And it's like, in what world? Well, it's also like when they brought out sweet Abigail and then when you watch her yeah. journey, when you watch her, like, getting the first impression rose and, like, the vulnerability, we've never, I don't remember, I mean, I haven't watched all the seasons, but, like, how, to be able to he, like be the first deaf contestant that I can remember and to then like the first night get the first impression rose and then to basically n- never get a shot again. But again, remind, remembering the little ear tug thing, like there was little like Hansel and right. Gretel crumbs along the way. But then he never actually gave her a shot and she on the stage was – Basically just saying something very kind of – but he he was like, thank you for that. Like she poured her heart out last night on the stage of like, thank you for opening me up, for, you know, feeling capable of love or whatever. And his was just like, thank you. And I just thought, why, there was why just did a, you not give her a date? I didn't understand that. It felt weird. And then there was that moment where they were cutting to the show where she was saying like, you know, if we have children, there's a high chance my ch- like our children could be deaf as well. Right. And then he like looked at her and was like so reassuring. Yes. Like and was like, you know, like those obstacles that like you're talking about are like the things that help me see a future with you. And like melted her with that. And part of me was like, oh, do you really mean that. that shit? Because that's this is where you're like, it's shit's getting really emotionally responsible at a certain point. Because yes, there's a lot of people on this show that I'm like, I don't know if they're these people seem like good people who aren't built to be fucked around with on a yes. reality show. And that was a moment I was like, Oh, I don't know about all this. Like, and especially when you didn't give her another shot, but to say stuff like that to her is he just really starts making me feel a little cringe. He didn't give her one, one-on-one date. 
Like, I've never – Katie, you've watched this show every season, right? Have they ever, ever – a male or female, has the person who's gotten the first impression rose ever not gotten a date? Not that I can remember. Most of the time, the people that get the first impression rose win or make it on to, the, the, like, the, the top three. Usually, yeah. Usually on the bachelorette, the guy wins. Yeah. Why would why – would, so do you think it was insincere when he gave her the first impression rose? Do you think he was lacy? I wouldn't be shocked, honestly, because I didn't see him tuck on his ear not one damn time after <laughs> they made the little code. Yeah. Uh, he didn't give my good sis a date. Um, and then also, like, you know, ABC was really hitting that diversity angle, and they made sure to include so much time of her describing, you know, her tribulations as someone who was a part of the disabled community being deaf. And then I feel like they were like, well, you give her the first impression, Rose, and we'll keep her around. And then it's like, oh, look at us. We're really Triple having win. representation. Like, we got <laughs> Black people. We got, you know, deaf people. We got everything over here at ABC. Yeah. Skittles. Taste the rainbow. Yeah. So... I don't know if it was sincere or not, but I agree with Miles that it's very emotionally irresponsible for him to be like, I could really see a future with you when he had never talked to the girl. Yeah, Or don't say that in relation to her being so vulnerable. With about you. Like being like that thing it. you were so vulnerable about, bull about has enhanced my love for you. Like you cannot no, say some shit like that. You know what he, I mean? I agree with you. And I, I rewatch that was a hard one to re. It really showed me how much she got. It felt like she got played rewatching that back. And then yeah. when she, at, and then watching his reaction to her to Anna's point of like the media, tra- it was just so cold. Like, well, thanks. Like there was, he didn't say anything. There wasn't, it was just cold. I don't know. Well, over the season, I really kind of started to realize that Matt has the depth of a teaspoon. <laughs> And, you know, he didn't really have he's not he don't got enough for the girls as far as like emotional, like intelligence goes, because any time any woman or anybody talks about a difficult situation with him, his callback is always, well, I ain't got no dad. And it's like, baby, she said her kids might be deaf and she's concerned about that. And you're like, well, I ain't got no dad. It's like, all right. And they won't either. Is that all that, right? I'm like, is that all you've gone through is just you ain't got no dad? Because it just feels like a weird crux to hang your hat on. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's just like a, it's just like a thing you could throw out to sort of offer some semblance of vulnerability, but it's really just a sentence without offering that vulnerability. I think sometimes. Right. So maybe he got to, maybe he did it on purpose. He didn't want people to know his real life. So he's like, who, what's the one thing I'll give them, which is just my dad that I never see. And that's real too. You know what I mean? Like yep. people are also as guarded or as vulnerable as, you know, however they are in their journey, spiritually, emotionally. But yeah, he's definitely, yeah, there were a lot of moments where it felt very lopsided in like revealing things we learned about the contestants and then him being like, thank you so much. Like it sounded like when like politicians like go to like a devastated disaster, devastated area and somebody says like, and then my house burned down and then they go, Oh, thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. I'm so sorry. And they keep it moving. Like that's what it sort of just felt like. It's an interesting thing because on the one hand, on the one hand, he's, like such a lovely bachelor. He's clearly a nice guy. They, they actually have some real conversations and yet it confuses me because I don't feel like I know anything about him Mm-mm. and and yet he has had more in-depth conversations than the average. The Usually the conversations are this. What are you thinking? I don't know. Like, are you, are we feeling connected? It's just like all about your connection, but there's not, you're not actually talking about anything. So it's, it's like, are you having fun on the day? I just, do you feel connection? Yeah, I feel connection. So at least there's like real conversations 
But I still don't feel that I have a grasp on who he is. Yeah. It's not like a conversation if you're just like prompting the other side to express themselves. Yeah. But that's also scary because like it's one of two things. One, he tried to protect himself for television. So he decided he wasn't going to give the girls his personal business. Or the other is, is he's one of those people who like you don't know anything about them and you date them for a couple years and then when <laughs> right. you break up, you're like, I don't what what was that? Who was that? <laughs> who was that? Who was that? <laughs> he was <laughs> show yourself. <laughs> he was saying that he's never been in love and he's never let his guard down to that point. I wonder if it's B. Like, I wonder if it's a who was that? If he's like he's so handsome, he's so tall, like you know, he's polite. Like, I feel like there's something, if you're handsome, tall, and kind of sweet, you can kind of get away with revealing nothing. <laughs> Does right. that make sense? He showed I, more affection for his roommate when they hugged at the t- pool hall. Tyler, yeah. Tyler. <laughs> I know. Here's So here's a little, this is circling back. Here's some actual, uh, this is another, this is going to make everybody mad again. This is Victoria. This was some actual quotes from Ryan. Ryan, talking about the new lady, uh, very uncomfortable. So, somebody said the word slore, dis- called them disgusting. Um, and then she said, do you think you're a, a sensitive person? And then um, she goes, I think anyone can be emotional when they're called a hoe or an idiot or a shady bitch. I mean, and then Victoria was talking about her bra strap and her eye. There was no accountability. Memes That's- about her eye, Arden. Oh, she had a sty. <laughs> right. um, and, and she, she also goes- didn't bother to put on makeup. Girl, what would you think they was going to do? <laughs> I was like, do you like, think this is you have privacy? You thought nobody's going to say nothing about you showing up looking like a ghoul. <laughs> like, cool. it wasn't just a style we would we could have let that go you wouldn't put makeup on you wouldn't comb your hair you wouldn't put on no damn clothes uh, cool <laughs> <laughs> she straight up looked like she like came out the linen closet like ooh, <laughs> i would like a rose <laughs> like what is happening so then we got some bloopers. The first one was called What's in the Box? So there was like, we found out there was three group dates. I know, Katie, you were very angry that we had to watch like uh, MK fighting with Jesenia and Anna fight. Like, and it, we could have been watching these dates. There were four, right? I think they showed there like was four that we didn't see. Or like, they, a couple of them looked like they were part of the same date. But like, what what bullshit is that? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know they did dates that they didn't air. I don't Dr. think they've Banana. ever done that before. Not that Dr. I know Banana. of. Why would they do that? Dr. Banana, what do you think? I feel like they thought because, I don't know, maybe because Matt wasn't in them. I don't know. I really so, don't know. It's weird. The first one's called What's in the Box? And they put rings in with fire crickets and worms. And you had to f- put your hand in a box and get the engagement ring out. Lacey, what did you think of What's in the Box? I don't know if all the seasons of The Bachelor are like this, but this shit was really disrespectful. Like, I I feel like I would have just said no to that date. Like, there were too many times where Chris Harrison would pop out and be like, hey, what's up, ladies? I hope y'all are ready to go on y'all date with Matt, and I hope you like eating live spiders. And it's like, <laughs> why why do they have to do that? There was one where they were doing the bowling competition, and I hope Chris was joking, but he was like, and the loser has to walk home in the rain. And it's like, the <laughs> right. fuck? Like, if you took me on a date and was like, we're going to a farm and you got to shovel shit to find a prize. Like, are you? I would have fought, man. I would have been the first uh, lady contestant to be like, get your hands up, bro, because we're fighting. What do you mean? 
I I will say they do too many like fist fight ones. They do a lot of fist fight ones of men and women. I think I think the bug and shovel shit is more pandemic. Dr. Banana, would you say that's more because they have run out of things to do in I, Pennsylvania? They, they must because why do they have to eat a bunch of pancakes? So that one, we have the pancakes and then drink beer. Like how disgusting to pound pancakes and then pound beer. The pancakes look so – I mean look, I love a pancake. I'm not going to – I love yeah. pancakes. I didn't want to eat those. I oftentimes like I saw Super Size Me, and I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, never again!" Like I wanted to go right to McDonald's. Same. I, I, I did. wanted, I did too. My brother and I, we went and got quarter pounders. I, I, I have, I'm a real garbage rat when it comes to food. Oh, yeah. Like I love trash, and I wanted that, but I didn't want those pancakes. The consistency looked like they were like roof shingles or some shit. They look the cold. They, they look yeah. cold. And dry. They the, like the pancakes you get in like middle school when they've been yeah. sitting out and you're late for breakfast and the edges are crispy. Microwave. Mm-hmm. Like they've been microwaved, so they're rubbery. Yes. What are you saying, Miles? No, the the fear the like what's in the box thing, you know, I think as somebody who made viral content, I think it was a play to try and like clip something out that would be shareable from the show. Like fear factor. Yeah. Because it's like from a Japanese game show. And then when I used to work at vanity fair, we started a series called fear box where we would have celebrities like go into a box and be like, ah, and that shit was just wildly popular because like, yo, John Boyega is like, doesn't know there's a, it's not a snake in there. It's a toy. And so to see like that sort of thing just sort of mapped on this, I'm like, oh, this is your like this is your digital team's gold that they can share out to promote the show or whatever. But it didn't work that well because at the end of the day, it was like all very tame things It's like we're just going to add an adjective like, oh, these are not crickets. They're fire crickets or, yes. you know, killer fucking whatever. <laughs> like, come on. Flesh eating worms. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's be real. Then we have hide and seek. And uh, all the gals got into the hot tub with him at the end, except for Kit, who said, I don't do woods. And then Chris Harrison was yes, like, that was Kit. so funny when you said I have no concept of time. I, I didn't want Kit to be great in the woods. I, that wouldn't she doesn't. That's not on brand for Kit. She doesn't need to be great in the woods. Right. Look, she's like, what am I going to get stranded out here? I have several jets. Like, (laughs) she was just too rich for all of this. And that's why I loved Kit. And I love that she (laughs) left on her own terms. She was like, boy, you got a roommate. This could never be. All right. uh, (laughs) Yes. She was like, Bitterman, grab my bag. She didn't even roll a whole suitcase out. Oh, wait, Matt, you rent? Oh, no. Oh, Um, no. And you have a roommate? What is a roommate? (laughs) (laughs) Katie or, or Anna found a like a Reddit file with somebody that was his roommate. Oh, no. Yeah, it's such a bad. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't thought much of him since I read this uh, breakdown. His oh, old no. roommate in New York went on a podcast and she was like, this fool is trash. It, I think they met on like Craigslist. I think she literally was like renting out a room in her apartment. And I think it's she ran to him on Craigslist and allegedly he like made 20 keys and gave it to like all of his college football friends and all his bachelor. friends would come through. And so like she okay. would and he she was got, with a woman. Yes. And then like oh. apparently he wasn't there one day and there was just some dude pissing with the door open and she, like and 
Matt wasn't there allegedly and like she came home and yeah, he just kept handing out keys to both his football guys and all the bachelor contestants when they were coming through town. Oh yeah. And she confronted him was like, this makes me uncomfortable. I'm a single woman living in the city. And he was like, kind of like, yeah, well, that's kind of your problem. Yeah, he didn't care. Like he allegedly. was shitty about it, apparently. And so she hates his ass. She hates him. You can find it. There's a podcast you can find. She hates him. <laughs> and there's other like people on the Reddit thread like, yeah, I live next door to him. He was not chill. <laughs> like he, There were people coming in and out all the time. And so, Honestly, I go but, say I believe her. I know it's all alleged, but something about the vibes that Matt gives off is definitely I give keys to my apartment where another single woman lives and I let all my strange ass weirdo bros pull up and urinate. They, I can get that. <laughs> but she yeah. also said like she didn't learn a damn thing about him that he's weird. Oh, yeah. See, something wrong yeah. with him. It's not TV. It's, mm. No, but that's he's what like- you... He's one of those people who has no depth that you're going to sort of investigate to find out. It's all just out there. Like he's very, he doesn't, he likes ver- a couple things. He's more interested in like this weird camaraderie with dudes than I he is. And like maybe having but, other relations. I don't know. I don't know. Miles, how much- you're missing something key here. Cause I've dealt with someone like this before. Okay. A few people. Well, you don't know shit about somebody. And obviously <laughs> he's on TV. He's willing to, you know, compromise some of his, you know, whatever. Yeah, morals. How'd you get there? Right. Exactly. Like something about this gives me, I'll do anything by all means. And I usually keep my way out of it. I don't really regard other people's emotions. Cause I'm so chill and nice that it's like, how, could you ever come at me but he's out here doing fuck shit mm-mm, mm-mm. I spotted he, it. Re- he reminds me of the guy i lost my virginity to that i fully <laughs> realized that i constructed in my brain like that i was completely blinded because he was cute i said in my brain oh he's just shy uh-uh <laughs> it's not that i i and i couldn't tell you one act i mean that's on me that i i like completely constructed what I wanted to construct. Katie, I saw you leaning forward. We're talking about the roommate stuff and whatnot. Well, yeah, I I was going to say just like based how he is on social media and especially right now when like we're all supposed to be be, you know, being safe and he is like 100% not. I absolutely believe that he every single post is just like him partying with people and like doing all this like, you know, stuff with like big groups of people. So I totally think that probably happened. Um, and I remember the roommate also said that she didn't get like she didn't. This is so terrible. Let me also just say I wouldn't want any of my old roommates going on like a podcast. No, like, my old roommates have me, bad things to say. Yeah, about and me. my twenty-something roommates. I mean, honestly, they'd be like she was disgusting. She stole my food. Like fully. I, 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 you know, roommate. Yeah. It's okay. And, I'm going to get it. I called the police on right. one and I cussed the other one out before she moved out. So I'm yeah. just coming. They deserve I it. Stole my, <laughs> I stole the food and would lie about it. So, like, I want to fully say that I was a shitty roommate. So, I was great. <laughs> but I will say that. But she was saying that she didn't get any sexual vibe from Matt. I mean, I don't want to jump the gun on the eye open thing, but. Okay, so let's. Why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back about the eye open. Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. And we're back. Matt, okay, so how embarrassed would you be, Miles? You are our straight man on the podcast. Yeah. You're there. Uh, You're supposed to be so desirable that like 35 women quarantine themselves for 14 days to like bite in the woods just to get a chance to like to be with you. You what make you out do? with a lot of them, yeah. and then they they 
they like literally circle your like you are so freaky in your kissing style that it's like a thing. And then Anna heard him talking on a podcast about how he likes to kiss. He likes to watch them kiss. Or maybe it was Lori. And uh, so now – and then he said when he was joking on camera, his first kiss, he bit them till his lip lip mm-hmm. bled. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get to the bite. Now, you had the bite. Miles, let's talk about how would you feel if they're making fun of your kissing and then your photo of, of Abigail? Um, well – I'll say this, you know, because we found out he's a eyes be open kisser and biter. We know he's a serial killer. 100 percent. That's what he is. We know this now. He likes the taste of blood and he likes to look his victim. He likes to see the discomfort in his victim's eyes. And that's how he that's how he heightens his own arousal in the makeout process. Okay, Um, it's a feedback loop. Okay, for these people It's sick. Uh, and as a reformed murderer and I make out kisser, <laughs> I know this firsthand. I mean, I remember the first person who called me on having my eyes closed. I was 16 and they were like, you can't open your eyes when you kiss. And I was were, like, were Why? you an eye opener? Were you an eye? Yeah, I was kisser? a dumbass 16. I was a boy yeah. kissing with his eyes open because I was like a part of it was I couldn't believe I was making out. Right. You know what I mean? And I wanted a front row seat. I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> happening. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, and okay. Then, That's cute. Then, right. But then all it took, you know, bless her heart. I'm not going to name names. But she said, hey, you got to knock this shit off. It's weird as hell. And then I remember asking one of my homegirls who, like, was a confidant. I'm like, yo, like, so they told me, like, I shouldn't have my eyes open. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Your eyes are open. I was like, fuck, right. so that is bad. All right. Okay. Very embarrassing. But, yeah, I think at the end of the day, that coupled with, yes, there was another photo. I can't find it on my screen grabs. But okay, okay. when he was making out with Jasenia, the way he's so ravenous as a kisser, it's yes. there's something about it that is just it's, it, it, it alarm bells go off. And Jasenia is a tiny lady. And you said so what you noticed. What did you notice when you saw him kissing Jasenia? Just consuming her head. It was just right. like like the yeah. bites he was taking out were just I was just like, is this kissing? I feel like he's not a good kisser. Like, I think he just relied on having lips, you know, having full lips for a while. Because the way a lot of these women, their lips weren't that full. And the way I would just see his lips eclipse their face. It's like, you are kissing underneath my nose. You are kissing the bottom of my chin. Like, I don't (laughs) feel your lip in my eyelash. Yeah. Mouth. <laughs> like, he lives like clips my face. Right. Every time he bit, like every time I, I was about to say bit into a woman, because that's what it looked like. Yeah. It was like he was taking a bite of like a double quarter pounder where it's exactly. like he had to get yes. his whole mouth around it. Like, <laughs> like when the fuck you showing teeth when you're making out like that? It looks like, you know, like you have a little cute dog and then they start showing their teeth like, like yes. his face would modulate from like passionate to to like back to like passionate because he would he would have these moments of bitery or whatever he was doing gnashing his teeth it, uh, yeah. it did feel like a guy that ha- and it's so crazy because he's so handsome and he was like on a fo- the foot like he's a football like he's an athlete that's a tall handsome guy that's probably always done well with the ladies but the vibe feels like somebody that doesn't have that much experience which is weird 
Yeah, it felt like he practiced on his hand before he came, which is probably why his eyes were open. He was like, oh, I got to take this in. Because it's like, otherwise, why? if I open my eyes and I'm kissing with someone and their eyes are wide open looking directly at me, like, I'm leaving. I'm not about to be chopped up in your freezer. No, sir. Like, No, no, I'm not getting. So then we have Abigail come out. And uh, Abigail had a lot of momentum. And then she was talking about how uh, the – Deaf community with a capital D, that there's there's black and white and that she's in the gray space in the middle, that she has no hearing, but that she doesn't use, use sign language, which I thought was interesting. Um, she's looking for love. We were all thinking she was going to be the bachelorette early on. We thought that ABC was sabotaging her to keep her for themselves, but I don't think that's happening. I bet she'll go to paradise. Yeah, she's a little too dry to be the bachelorette. She's really dry um, and arid, but she's very sweet. And I watched, um, <laughs> I watched Deaf You on Netflix, which I do recommend if you want to like watch a reality show about a bunch of teens who know each other and are very horny and also deaf. And you learn so much about like etiquette, Ooh. about like um, oh, who is deaf with a capital D, and like who uses sign language, who doesn't, who reads lips. Like I learned about the whole community because there's like. I don't, this is not the proper term for them, but like, like you would say a gold star lesbian or like, there's like gold star deaf people who like both of their parents are deaf and like, it's like a lineage. They have like big fit. It's like very interesting. This so Netflix, mm-hmm, it's called deaf you. It's really good. I'm going to watch um, that. But it was very enlightening. And then to see her talk about her experience as a woman, um, you know, who's deaf. It was interesting to me. I do feel like ABC kind of, I don't know if they sabotaged her or if they were just kind of tokenizing her. Yeah. Because it didn't feel like she got to really progress with Matt. Like she was always on group dates. We never really heard from her. I agree with you. I, I know. I. The cynical side of me fears that they, is what we were talking about earlier, that they were like, okay, just give her the first one. We'll keep her around. Like mm-hmm. that and that. But, like, why not send her on a date? Like, that's I, – I didn't I, – because I kept thinking, like, oh, they're not going to send her on a date because they know that he's going to fall so in love with her that then he's going to want to marry her. But I, I – we were just thinking that maybe they were – they wanted her to be the bachelorette, so they didn't want him to pick her. But I, I don't – I think would it was ever, tokenizing. Would they ever pressure him to give a rose to her? They had to. They Victoria got so far. Because, like, like in they, a way – like that about you, people, yes. Like, you'd know. negotiate and be like – Okay, like we get the first impression, Rose. It do- after that, you don't have to fuck with her at all if you don't want to, but you have to let us have the first impression, Rose, or something. I like would. That. Am- I I have never seen something like that, sure, but sure. I would not put it past them. I mean, Katie, what do you think? You're our expert here today. Like, it feels like the way it all played out. Quite honestly. Yeah. I, it felt so sincere in the moment that I was like, oh my God, they're going to follow. I love yeah. this. I wouldn't put it past Bachelor producers, Katie. I kind of, I don't think they did that with Abigail. I think he genuinely liked Abigail. I think they had a real connection, but they absolutely do that. They tell them, oh, you have to keep these three people because that is why Victoria stayed 100%. Right. He would have cut her probably right away, but they absolutely, the villain always stays longer than they should. And that's because the producers are must be telling them. But with Abigail, I don't know. I, I don't, I really don't know what happened there. And there might have been more stuff off screen that we just didn't see. Maybe they had more conversations at cocktail parties that just like Matt wasn't feeling it as much. And that's why she didn't get a one on one date. But I don't know. That one is like, I still don't understand what happened with her. Right. So uh, then, 
Yes, lazy. Oh, I, I just had to pull off one thing before uh, you keep going. Since we're talking about people who deserve dates, I just have to say this. I was so mad when Matt took Rachel outside after that group date, when Brie told him that she quit her job to stay on the show for his raggedy ass. <laughs> She should have. She should have just started knocking over candles. Just burn down the whole bachelor mansion. What you gonna take Rachel outside after I told you I quit my job? Yeah, yeah. and and yeah. gave her the gave her the first gave her the date rose on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so out he comes. He's got his beard, and uh, that as we were saying, that is the beard of a single man. That oh, is yeah. not the that is the beard of a man who's not in a relationship. Oh he yeah. Looked, he looked like instead of the bachelor, he, he had just served two terms as the U.S. president. I was like, <laughs> how you come out of this looking so much rougher than when yeah. you started? Like latter day yes. Letterman and shit. He had yes. lost hair. His hair was thinning real hard. Like I was like, y'all yeah. couldn't spray my boy's hair with the little hair stuff. You could yes. just a little bit. Yes, you know what I mean? Thinking. Yeah, this was not a guy that. This was a guy that was contractually obligated to appear. And clearly did not want to be there. And that's like the the hot boy rebellion move is like I withdraw my face from your eyes with my beard yeah. now. I am rebelling. Yes. Looking yes. like the anime version of James Harden and shit. <laughs> Dude, and when- did y'all did y'all catch when Chris Harrison like spoke to Matt and was like, and there's more coming in, a, in an exciting uh fantasy suites or whatever? He was like teasing the next episode. And Matt straight up looked over and looked down like he was in pain. <laughs> Yeah, it was not. You don't want that to air. So we, no, he did not look, he did not. So then we have Serena P. So he did look pained looking over at Serena. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, yeah. He said, I thought you were the one. And she said, I saw it too. And then her sister said, "Um, you don't seem smitten. And then they were basically saying like, well, there was a change when you saw your family. Um, And they're like, well, are you conflicted? And he said, he. I couldn't give him 100%. But he looked pained looking over at her. Miles. Yeah, I thought, I was like, oh, I wonder if he, I think he wanted to pick her. Me too. Because there was a weird sense of loss. Like, I've been a parallel version of Matt where, like, you really like somebody and you think it's going somewhere. And they're like, I'm going to be like, and then they do the emotionally responsible thing with you. And they're like, I don't want to lead you on. Like, I've had a lot of fun. But I don't, I think this is where it kind of ends for me. And, you know, you're like, okay, for sure. I respect that. (laughs) And then you like listen, crying to like smashing pumpkins for like three weeks straight. So that's the look in his eyes. Definitely. There was like this thing of like, that was the one he wanted. And he was still very much it there. Yeah. I mean, even if it, and it almost is like, as soon as somebody doesn't want you, like it could have been a tie. I feel like it's probably more feel like, Rachel's probably going to get the final rose if mm-hmm. he gives it to anybody. So I feel like it was but probably she a weave. Oh, you think? Okay, we'll get there. So there's like I bet there's like a horse race between Serena and Rachel and then I think when when Serena took herself out of the game, it's like whoa 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 whoa, that's the one I want like the second Right. I want to be the picker. Like, you know, like when somebody rejects you it makes them more attractive. <laughs> Which is terrible. Lacey. But I will say, though, that the difference, I think, between like a Serena P exit and a Kit exit is like, he was like, Kit's cool. Like, you know, this could be fun. Yeah. But you could tell they left around the same time like Kit before, obviously. But he wasn't that hurt by it. You know what I mean? But with Serena, he was really checking for her. And I could tell that she was going to leave when they had that uh, tantric yoga. Uh, yeah, yeah, she did not like that. She did not like that at all. And she wasn't even into the fact that she was touching on 
on him. She was like, get me the fuck out of here. You told me I got to put my coochie in this man's face on live television? Y'all got me messed up. She well, didn't like that. How about, how about the, um, the bloopers when he had such a big boner that he couldn't get out of the hot tub? I enjoyed oh. that. Yeah, come on. A, a, a Canadian lady like that, someone with grace. from This is a different ball game, Matt. This is not some Yankee lady. This yeah, is a Canadian. Yeah, you can't Katie's pull up le- with that nasty shit. Katie's leaning forward. Well, well, I, you know me. I always look to see if they have boners because in those situations, <laughs> I'm just like, like when they were doing the tantric yoga, I was like, the how does he yoga. not have a fucking boner? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me when they're like Duct grinding tape. on each other. Or like they, they do make like special boxers that like will hold it down. So I was like shocked that they even referenced it because I always am like, they have to have boners. At They've times. never referenced never. a boner no. that I remember on the Not show. that I remember either. So I was really uh, surprised. Before we do our tweet of the week, because I know we're losing somebody at four. So before we do our tweet of the week. Um, how do you predict this ends, Lacey? I predict that, one, we're going to get a weird black dad and mom confrontation that will be ultra cringe. And then I'm also seeing Rachel maybe wanting to dip out. Um, There was a lot of crying. She was doing a lot of real crying, and so was Matt. And then he was sitting out on the curb like, I don't want to do this no more. So I think somebody has to leave him again because Matt gets really hurt when the girls leave. He doesn't like when they leave on their own volition. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Miles. So do you think he ends up with anybody? You think he does? Uh, like, I don't think he's with anybody now. Do you think he gets down on one knee with a ring for and and somebody says yes? Lacey. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Miles, what do you think? Now, I want you to know, Lacey, because I don't know if you've watched before, but they are very sneaky editors. They will like cry and cry and cry. And then he realizes it's because somebody sprained an ankle. You know what I mean? Or right. that could have been about his dad. Things like that. Like. They are. They will. They will edit in things that that you'll never actually see. Like they'll they'll edit in things that like you see at the beginning of the season that you're waiting for all season, and then they never actually show it. Um, okay, Miles, how do you think this ends? Um, I mean, that's interesting. If Rachel is not there, um, I I could see it him picking Bree because that would be the consolation prize version of Serena. Interesting, but he's been ignoring Brie, and he gave her the last rose, and he didn't give her a date when she quit her job for him. Yeah, I don't know. I it's think, all fucked up. Was like, I, know what I don't think Rachel <laughs> leaves because I think up. Rachel's so thirsty for followers that I don't think she leaves. I don't think. Oh, Rachel right. Leaves. I don't think Rachel's leaving. Yeah, actually, because um, I don't know. What, whatever the case, I'm definitely. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm. I'm curious to know what the emotional fallout part is, like whether something is revealed about him. Or he does that thing where he's been so emotionally repressed that like within an hour of talking to both his mother, then his father about things from his childhood, it just, it was too much for him. But yeah, uh, it could be. Anything. Okay. Y'all make me change my mind. I'll okay. say Rachel will stay. Obviously they're going to, maybe he proposes they won't stay together. Um, and I will say I'll double down on Rachel just because Chris literally threw his little career under the bus for her. So. <laughs> right. Oh, I right. think, I think that I'm going to double down on Rachel. I think he proposes. I think they're, in like a full shit storm because I think they get engaged and it's the exact same thing that happened with Becca and Garrett where there was all this shit like she got engaged to this guy that she didn't know had all this bad social media stuff and they did it it's 15,000 times worse because they did it with the first black bachelor and that it was specifically like racist stuff like I think I think they 
they've done this before. They've been called out before, and they they this is a situation they needed to handle with like carefully and and respectfully, and they blew it. I I predict the. They blew it. I predict he will get engaged to a woman in an antebellum dress, and it's a fuck. And that's why Chris Harrison threw himself in front of the bus. And I predict that Matt will have broken up with her a couple weeks ago because a publicist told him to. Because a publicist told him. <laughs> Anna, Anna, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think Rachel wins because why would you, you know. I, I you know, there is no reason to defend a white woman. That's all I'm going to say about that. But so that clearly she has made it somewhere that they feel that bachelor felt like they had to send captain, captain, fucking captain Chris Harrison out to defend her honor uh, and the ABC's bachelor nation's honor. But yes, I think she wins and I do think they break up and maybe you'll like, I don't know, maybe you'll get with like Michelle or Bree. I want to be with Michelle. I know Michelle, Michelle can, can do better. Michelle can do she better. Probably date like a genuine NBA player or something. Like I love Michelle so much. Money. Now, Anna, you were saying you were excited for next week with Matt's dad. Yeah, well, I mean, it's more like I'm curious. Like, one, I don't like that they brought her his dad out. I feel like they're they're actively going after a situation to create drama where you're like yeah he doesn't have a good relationship with his father yeah. we know that you're gonna go make, make him be like why didn't why weren't you there for me for his dad to be like i wasn't there for you like we yeah. know the situation like why are you forcing it's because that's what they do Matt's gonna, gonna do the monologue from fresh prince yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why you don't love me like word for word that's my guess. Mm-hmm. and then his mom's gonna be like and that's acting uh yeah <laughs> and then his mom is gonna be replaced by another actress yes. they're never gonna acknowledge it's gonna be a different mom a it's gonna be the same part i also don't like that they have his mom being like what's love oh like, i know what? love means nothing what's love 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 fades <laughs> This is yeah, shout out to divorced moms. Don't yeah. get the romance take from them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's not a good vibe. But I just excited to see how they like play it out and the tears. You know, I, I want to know what those say, tears are. I want to say that I think Serena C saw like she, like you guys are saying she saw like what Lacey's saying. She was like, ooh, <laughs> can I walk you out? Oh yeah. Okay, Katie. Now let's hear Katie, and then we're gonna do our tweet of the week. I think he's definitely single. I think that beard was him. Oh, I he's think, for sure single yeah. now, but what about at the end of the – does he get engaged? Well, I, I think the beard plays into it because I think he really liked Serena P. And I think maybe yes. in his mind that was the winner. And when but she what? left, it threw him. And but don't you think that he, he must get engaged to R- Rachel? I think he ends up choosing Rachel and then the everything happened with her. Of and course. It, it, yes. he's just now just like, I thought it would be really fun to go on The Bachelor and it sucked the no, soul out of me. And now I can never trust anyone again. And my heart's been broken. No, and I just he's don't. Screwed. Yeah. So I think he I think he wanted to be with Serena. He ends up with Rachel and now he's single. Um. Okay, we're going to do Twitter of the Week. But first, you guys, we love your reviews on Apple. Leave us a review. Subscribe. I'm just going to read one right this second. And I'll read because it's about you guys. Five stars, Jesse oh. and Chris. Hello from Grief Island. Arden and friends, thank you so much for your amazing podcast. I know it's been a hard and crazy time for everyone, and I'm sure we all have our stuff we're dealing with. For me, I've had two miscarriages over the last year, and I've had mm. some pretty dark days of grief. First of all, I'm sending you so much love. Just 
so much love. On those days, sometimes the only thing that can make me smile and laugh is escaping and listening to you and your lovely crew while I take a break from the world. I love you all, but my current favorites are Miles and Lacey. Hey. Such a bright spot in a dark world, bringing joy, doing the Lord's work, and for showing us what a real smoke show looks like. Jesse and Chris, just thank you. Much love to y'all. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's so sweet. Thank you. How sweet is that? I just, that means a lot. You guys, I also just want to thank you. We are up to 1.3. Excuse me, Anna. Excuse me, Katie. We have 1.3 thousand reviews on Apple. My goal is to get to 2,000 by the end of this year. So I really appreciate you guys. Let's get to 1.4 by April. What do you think, Annie? Do you think we can do it? Yes, we can. Let's do it. It just it just rolled over this week. I really was so grateful. And here's one. Here's a uh, five star review from Jim Bob's Jim Bob Zama. Uh, keeps me invested in the Bachelor. Hi, Arden, Doctor Banana, Kateen Money, members of the cabinet, and past current future rookies of the year. I started on the Bachelor in 2018 when Ari season as a lark, and I remembered, hey, that hilarious comedian Arden, who's on the Nerdist Podcast Network, does a Bachelor podcast. I should listen to this and get my feet wet with the show. Cut to three years later, and I continue to watch the show just so that I know what Arden and the crew are joking about. This show is a frequent bright spot in my week because of the last it brings to me, but the secret sauce is how authentic the crew and their love is for the show and each other. Thank you all for the warm fuzzies and laughing until I can't breathe and keep up the amazing work. Thank you, Jim Bob. That's so sweet. I have to say the friendships are real. I mean, our text thread is blowing up today. Paget did another outfit drop for the, for the gentlemen today. Rob and Doug both got outfits dropped at their doorstep from Paget that I think they'll wear on the finale. And you can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. Here's a fun one we got. The subject line is Canadian Bacon from Paige Vitola. Hello, Arden, Anna, Kitty, and guests. I love listening to your podcast. I can't wait for Wednesday mornings when I can start listening to you all recap the latest episode in a way that makes me laugh. Uh, Please don't listen to the reviews asking for the episodes to be shorter. I could listen to you all for hours. I had to write in after listening to your recap of Serena P's hometown. I am born and raised Canadian, and the ham she was showing is P meal bacon or Canadian bacon. It's pretty tasty fried in a sandwich, but would uh, lose to poutine in a Canadian taste test any day of the week. Keep doing the Lord's work. Thank you all for brightening my week, Paige. Well, there we go. Pea meal bacon. Now, I've seen Canadian bacon, but that was like wrapped in like cornmeal, which I know you guys are both vegetarian, so that you wouldn't be eating that. All right. Um... Will you guys help us pick Twitter of the Week? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this is from Benjamin Jacobson at Ben Shaw Zipper. <laughs> the next time I want my partner to stop talking, I'm just going to put a rose on a tray and ask them if I can walk them out. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this is sort of dark. We might not be able to. It made me laugh a little bit. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Andy Paul at W-Y-A-T-R underscore burner. Chris Harrison talking about being with a live audience again felt like watching one of those Vietnam movies where the dying soldier is. We can't do this. <laughs> oh, funny. It's not that bad. It's pretty real. Though. Okay, okay. Chris Harrison, Chris Harrison talking about being with a live audience again felt like watching one of those Vietnam movies where the dying soldier is talking about going home to see his lady after having his torso blown open. <laughs> 
hard, but I it made me laugh because you know the scene. It's like, yeah, and then we're gonna have a big breakfast. Oh yeah, so many sausages. Yeah, I'm not here. I have live audience. I can't wait to see all those women in jewel tone tops. Okay, so then we have Mrs. Wright at Girl with Without a Tat. Maybe all of these girls are thanking Matt because that beard is telling them he's back on the market. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. This is from Britt Paulson at Beer It. At first, I thought Matt was wearing a face mask with a mouth hole. <laughs> oh. That's the one for me. This is yeah. also from Mrs. Wright at Girl Without a Tat. I can only imagine there must be a lot on Chris's mind right now watching this. Like, he's probably wondering if that suit looked good on February 4th, but is it still a good look on March 1st? <laughs> <laughs> good. Good this is from Amy Steinkall at Steinkall. You think Chris Harrison is problematic? Just wait for the cast of The Bachelor for Seniors. Yikes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. When I saw that, I was like, oh, no, oh you're right. Oh, my God, you're right. Okay, no. like, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I think about that every time I give an old lady or a man my seat yeah. on the train. I'm like, did they do racism? <laughs> I wish I could do a soul Twitter check real quick for some hot topic words in their soul Twitter. If these words have come out your mouth. (laughs) And then our final one from Seth Vatt at Best Bone One. Previously recorded on February 4th, 1864. (laughs) And then then my Hensler replied, if 2018 was a long time ago, 1864 is the Middle Ages. You're really going back. And then Seth Vatt replied, it was during the War of Northern Hot Tub Aggression. (laughs) Real nerdy history joke there. There we go. All right. So I'm going to narrow it down. Do we like the seniors? Do we like the mouth hole? Do we like previously recorded for your final two? Yes, those are yeah. Great. Those are my mouthful, top three. Senior. Okay, do you, what are your top two? Top two. Senior. Damn, I thought it was mouthhole, and then seniors happened, and then the the Civil War one happened. Okay, so, so do we like do we like seniors in Civil War, or do we seniors like seniors gave me the most visceral reaction? I'll yes. say okay, this. so we'll do seniors and mouthhole or Civil War, Lacey. Uh, we'll, we'll give some varying. So we'll do mouth hole. Okay, great. So we have, yes, yes. We have Amy Steinkall at Steinkall. You think Chris Harrison is problematic? Just wait for the cast of The Bachelor for Seniors. Oh, <laughs> it's still killing me. I don't want to think. I'm sorry. <laughs> Separate but equal. The Bachelor. <laughs> Right. And then we have Britt Paulson at Beer It. At first, I thought Matt was wearing a face mask with a mouth hole. (laughs) Mouth hole or bachelor for seniors. Seniors. They're going to be like, this contestant was a a guard at Bergen Belson. You're like, oh, my God. (laughs) All right. So, Miles, you're picking seniors. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Lacey, uh, mouth hole or seniors? Oh, seniors, just because I feel like if they do have some diversity, they're going to be like, <laughs> you know, back in my day, you had to come in through the back of the restaurant. Right. <laughs> and now we can both just eat here. Here's a roll. If my mother knew I was holding hands with you, oh, she's rolling over in her grave right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at 
fucking Anna. Anna, Anna is like, real. Oh, it's way too real. I know, it's <laughs> and they're gonna, they're going to be so casual with it. Someone's going to say Oriental. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I'm, sure. like, I'm out. All right. And, and then sure. I'm like, and ABC aired it. They could have cut sure. it out. A beautiful colored woman. Like oh. all the confessionals are just like <laughs> the most insane shit. Wow. Was your father stationed in Okinawa? <laughs> uh, Anna's literally dabbing her eyes. All right. Since we can't. Anna, which one do you pick? Mouth hole or seniors? <laughs> I go in seniors. Okay. Katie, mouth hole or seniors? Seniors. I mean, it's got to be seniors. It's so freaking funny. Yeah. Amy oh. Steinkohl, you won at Steinkohl. I think this is her Ooh. first week. Congratulations. You mean he snaps like Abigail. You think Chris Harrison is problematic? Just wait for the cast of The Bachelor <laughs> for Seniors. <laughs> I'm still laughing. It's not like a new image. Oh, no. Yeah. That tweet is like hearing police sirens. I'm like running away. I'm like, oh. When is that coming out? I don't know. It's, I mean, they were. Please don't casting. have Lacey and I on that one. We'll die. Oh my, oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! There's, they've is, been trying to cast it for a while. They were trying yeah. to cast it pre-pandemic, and then they they tried to cast it during uh, the Music of Love one, the whatever that one. Right. Um, if you guys want to oh. be considered for Tweet of the Week, just uh, tweet to myself and Anna Hosnie. My last name is Marine M Y R I N or Anna Hosnie H O S S N I E H, and do hashtag W Y A T R by midnight Pacific time on Monday nights. Lacey and Miles, can I just say? Thank you for watching this season. Will you join us next season? Anytime. <laughs> the old people. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> anytime. This is so fun. I love being here. Um, Lacey, what would you like to promote? Where can people find you? As always, guys, Scam Goddess Pod. If you like robbery, you like comedy, we everywhere, honey. If it's you so find good. Me, thank you, Arden. And if you want to find, and Arden's been on, so you can listen to her episode, which is very, very good. People loved it. Um, and always, if you want to follow me and my shenanigans, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. I mean, you say that so well. I, I like. I need like a fun way to say my, my platforms. Okay, Miles, what do you got? What would you like to promote? Where can people find you, my friend? Oh, you can uh, check out my episode of Scam Goddess. It's so, uh, good. It's so good. You know why? It's because Diva, because her name, it's, it's in eight letters, so she can do it in, in four beats. D-I. <laughs> LA, CI. You know what I mean? It oh, yeah, that's like that, good. You know? I like that. I, I love the musicality music. of it too. Um, but yeah, you can find me Twitter, Instagram, Miles of Gray, Daily Zeitgeist. But obviously, for this crowd, if you watch 90 Day Fiance, check out my podcast, 420 Day Fiance, uh, where, yeah, I'm, I'm high and I'm ranting about these international relationships as a child of an international relationship. So good. I love that. Uh, my book, Little Miss Little Compton, excuse me, it's Woo-woo. available everywhere. And if you guys are like, come on, let me tell you what, it's a fun freaking book. It, we're, we're getting into the year mark of the pandemics. If you haven't ordered it yet, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Very you, fun it, escape. It's a fun escape. You can get it on the Kindle. You can get it on like in a book form. You can get it on the audio. Or you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. Yeah. Not a lot of rhythm to do. <laughs> you try spelling 
my name, Miles. A R D E N M Y R I N. Okay, okay. It's because you ha- you, you had to combine A-R-D-E. the last letter. Okay, wait. What do you do with the N? <laughs> it's because you because the do it again. The art, do it again. Do it again. A R D E N M Y R I N. Okay. A R D E N M Y R. I can't teach you to dance, baby. Y R I N. It's such a weird last name. I wish I could see put in her whole body. I forgot how to spell it. I got all. This is the podcast version of Save the Last Dance. Um, Anna. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Twitter. Will you please spell out where people can find me, please? <laughs> what is it? A R D M I R I N. I can't even remember. It's hard. Miles is the only one who can do it. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Leave it to, I'm leave, leave it to the rhythm section. A, which I'm not going to spell. A N N A H O S S N I E H. Oh, oh my god anna before you guys go anna and i have just started the it's about we've just started watching bachelor in paradise australia season three for our patreon it's so freaking good it's yeah. so fun if you're like get me out of my whole hole of my life you want to watch these these fools down in fiji falling for love the guys that are the most popular are fully tattooed from their neck down. Yeah. One guy shows up butt naked, like his entire body is covered yeah. in sleeves. Anna, can we before can we try to do an accent with Lacey and Miles, and then we'll set we'll get up. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, check it out. The first episode drops this Thursday on our Patreon. But you can uh, watch along at bachelorarchive.com. It's free, and uh, and so this is we every time we try to do Australian accents. Let's give it a go. All right, here we go. Welcome to a little slice of the South Pacific that we like to call paradise. Okay, let's try that. Welcome to a little slice of the Pacific that we like to call paradise. Yeah, mate. Miles, would you like to try it? Miles, would you like to try it? Will you play one more time for Miles? Yes. Welcome to a little slice of the South Pacific that we like to call paradise. Welcome to the little slice of the South Pacific that we like to call paradise. That's good. All right, Lacey, do you I need to hear it Lacey again? Doing it with her mouth, like try to get it. That was good. Wait, I gotta okay. go, but I gotta hear this shit. Okay, let's hear Lacey. Let's play it one more time for Lacey. Welcome to a little slice of the South Pacific that we like to call paradise. Welcome to a little slice of the South Pacific that we like to call paradise. Laser disc. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Bye, Miles. All right, I'll send the file in a second. Okay. All right. Bye. Um. Thank you, Lacey. Thank you, Anna. Miss Katie, shop local, adopt pets. Yeah, that's it. Okay, you guys, we'll see you next week for the Bone Zone party that is Fantasy Suites. Will he cry at Fantasy Suites? Let's hope not. All right, I'm Martin Marine. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all been here tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Except This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.